Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening and welcome to Access All Areas. I am Stephen Lane. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good, thank you. Literally living for this little bit of sun we're having. Yeah. It's making me feel so just, even just to sit in the garden, you know, when you're just catching up with emails, something nice about just sitting outside and just feeling a bit of sun on the old boat race. And you're totally right. Apart from then suddenly you'll get an Arctic breeze blow <laughs> over you. And then yeah. it's like, um, apparently we're getting a heat wave in May. I don't know if you oh. read. Oh no, are we? That's good. Yeah. But I mean, it's one of those stories where it's like, you know, a, a blast from the desert or something. And it's like, uh, who knows what will actually happen if it ever does, because you can't predict whether that's far off. But if there is a heat wave, I mean, I'm here for it. Uh, Absolutely. It beats the, the snowstorms. <laughs> that we had just a week ago or whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> but this is where we're at now. Literally, you do not know from day to day. And I look out the window and I think, right, it looks, and I made this mistake this morning, but it looks really, really sunny. I'm going to wear a short and T-shirt. And I went outside and I thought, <laughs> nah. It's a deceiving one. The sun's in the sky, but it isn't yeah. quite put your, put your shorts on, Bobs. No, it was get back in, get your fur coat on and, uh, <laughs> and your thermals. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, it was, uh, it was like that when I was rowing this weekend. It was, it was very windy on the Saturday, so we couldn't, uh, we couldn't go on the water. Um, but I still managed to get sunburned. My, my pasty Scottish distant relative skin uh, really, really messed me up I, I even had sun cream on I put it on twice and I still managed to get sunburned imagine what I'm like when I'm in Spain I have to basically be putting it on like every half an hour otherwise I'm just a, a lobster like, well I was just gonna say you've got quite a nice little glow I mean I know it's only via the zoom but you're not looking too red well it's obviously died down a little bit since um uh, so yeah, hopefully it'll turn to tan eventually. That's what I tell myself. In, well, but if, if if it does that, then you're lucky because mine just goes red and then back to white. If there is oh, no, no there is no nice uh, in between. Golden. Never ever ever have I ever had a tan apart from when I had a spray tan once. Oh no, actually, I tell you, I've had it twice. So I've had Botox once, spray tan twice. Um, I love it. And the second time I had the spray tan, I was like, I'm never doing this again. This is a disaster. Oh, why? Um, why didn't you like it? Wasn't even. I looked at pictures and I just looked awful. I just looked awful. I, we, had, we got it done free for work for a, um, for a Christmas party. First of all, it set the fire alarm off in the building, uh, which, was, which was great. Um, so there were people coming out of their spray. Anyway, um, and then also <laughs> when I look at quick pictures, I was quite big at the time, you know, chunky wise. So there's, I'm this big guy in a pa- with a patchy tan and a Christmas cardigan on. And it's possibly one of the worst pictures of me I've ever, ever seen. Um, but, you know, lesson learned. Like, I just won't do it again. I'll just have to live. I'm a bit like Nicola Roberts from Girls Aloud. Sometimes you just got to embrace the way you are. Do you know what I mean? Get on with it. Absolutely, babe. Yeah, good old Nicola. She's embracing. And that's, that's the way forward. I have definitely calmed down with the spray tans because um, mm-hmm. I got to a stage where I, I would always go, no, do another layer. 
do another <laughs> layer. Um, and like yourself, when I look back at photos, I did definitely step into orange territory, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which I kind of think was a moment in time. To be fair, a lot of us, everyone was doing it. Kind yep. of, yeah. We a lot of us fell into that kind of orange world. Um, but now I kind of like to think I'm just a little bit more subtle with it. I love it when I first have it. Love it for even a day or two. It's when I think it's the OCD in me when it doesn't fade evenly, mm-hmm. and if it's it's not so bad in the winter because you can cover up. So if you get a little bit of patching, you can try and style yep. it out. But when you're wearing the shorts and the, the the little tops, you can kind of see it. But I remember at the height of us living for spray tans, a lot of us used to have a spray tan before we'd even go on our holidays, which ain't always the best thing because you think, right, at least I've got a nice colour when I'm on the beach or around the pool to start with. But then halfway into that holiday, when the tan's fading and then you're trying <laughs> to catch a real one, I mean, and, no, it's nostalgia. I mean, it's something to look back on, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, and also, when you get in the pool, does it go a bit, like, greeny? Can't it go a bit, sort of, greeny coloured? Well, I think it all depends on... There's so many different variations of mm. tan. Now, this is where I'm a tan expert, and a lot of them <laughs> have... Different brands have different undertones, so you kind mm. of have to find what tone is best for your skin. Some do go greeny, some have, like, um, a, like a, a purpley really kind orange, of... Yeah, like a purpley kind of... Yeah. A, a, a lilac tone. Um, <laughs> Lesson learned, though, like you said, Bob. You know, we live and we learn. We I've live actually, and we learn. I've actually just quite controversially been offered some Botox, uh, which I'm considering. So tell me about your bowie. You said you've had it once. When had it once. This? I wasn't that convinced because I got this weird line under this this eye. When I smiled, it kind of went like I had a big line underneath my eye. So that kind of put me off. This is a new person. It's a PR thing. Um, I would only get a little bit like on. I've got a, quite a big line in the middle of my forehead, maybe a little bit here. But then I just don't know if it's even worth it. I don't know. I think with things like um, with Botox now, I think it's so down to the individual person. If, if it's something you really want and it's going to make you feel better. I think you've, you've got you've got to do what you want to do, babes. That's the thing, though. It's like, I don't know if it's just because I've been offered it. I'm like, oh, yeah, go on then. But I'm not actually that bothered about my wrinkles or, well, they're not even wrinkles, but, you know, my lines. Like, like you know, I don't know. So it's a hard one to decide. See, my, I ain't got a drop left in my face since the panty day. And do you like that? Um, do you know what? I've kind of, where I was quite... Um, quite the fan shall we say <laughs> yeah. uh, I could notice the minute I got a bit of slight movement um and then obviously just the way the world's been since 2020 mm. it's just the least year worries and I've noticed there's more than a bit of movement um as a couple of people have liked to to point out to me um <laughs> yes. yes I remember yes yeah but um I'm a little bit like I don't know. Part of me thinks, do you know, just just embrace. Do you know what it is as well? Is I get told, and I don't know if it's a really polite um, way of saying that, that the wrinkles are quite they're dominant. Mm. But I'm always told you're quite expressionative. So I kind of, as, as you can see on my it, like I've got so many. But I've had that since I was about 24. So it's, yeah. I don't think it's just an age thing. I do think I move my face a lot. Like the face says it all, even when the words don't. Got it. Um, so but it's not like but it's the same it's not like you're wrinkly do you know what I mean it's just it's just expression lines 
Lived so it's like whether yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very lived in look, Bob. Yeah, there is. I mean, I'll, I'll never say you never. Do you know what? Whether exactly. I have a little bit or not, I just um, I'm not sure. But keep me posted. I'd like to know how you get on with your second one because sometimes we'll what you notice is they say after a couple of treatments is when you kind of really notice. So because mm. you only had the one, you might like it more after your second. Yeah, perhaps. I think as long as that mistake doesn't happen again. Uh, then I'd probably be quite happy. But then also it's summer, so I can just wear sunglasses all the time if it gets if it's really bad. <laughs> Why? Why? Can I not just deal with my face? Anyway, uh, we have a super exciting show coming up today. Uh, first up, we have um, gorgeous Joanne Clifton, former Strictly star. She is uh, appearing in a Eurovision musical. This is a this is a bit of me. We're going to have a lot to chat about. That's right up your street. Right up my street. <laughs> um with joanne and then uh, and then a pal of yours s club sevens joe amira so um should be a great show right lovely lineup the two joes the two joes the big joes into it yeah girl power <laughs> girl power there's been a little bit of celeb news about this week i don't actually talking about um you know getting stuff done to your face i don't know if you saw about um about charlotte crosby and the documentary um that got made and has now been cancelled it was called um, Celebrities, What's Happened to Your Face? It was about Charlotte Crosby. Um, she put out quite an interesting thing saying, you know, her agents had asked for this show not to be made and et cetera, et cetera. It was about her mental health and, um, you know, how these, these things can really affect you. Of course. I mean, of course they can. Um, and now the show's being cancelled. What, what, what did you make of that? Well, I'll be honest, I hadn't seen the show. Well, it hasn't aired. It didn't air. They cancelled oh, it before it, it aired. Yeah, 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 yeah. They ah, before it okay. Aired. Because I thought, oh, well, I didn't even see it advertised. Mm. But I, I heard the the aftermath of it, or I heard after Charlotte had done yeah. her post and stuff, and I couldn't quite believe that a show like that, from what from what I could gather on it when I tried to look into it, it was basically a show with doctors and surgeons talking about her face and. And I kind of thought, I just don't know if that's a necessary thing. Like mm. in a culture of trying to be kind and I, I don't know how, what positive would ever come from that, um, of sitting there trying to, to call out um, what, what people have had. And I'm a big believer, if you want to have something done, as we was just saying, whatever makes you feel good, as long as you don't feel you have to have something or you're doing it for anyone else, because I feel that, that that's that's when it becomes a, a slippery slope. Mm -hmm. If you're doing it for you, go for it. And also, some people are more open than others about having things. Some people, yeah. there's a lot of celebrities out there that like to say that they've got fantastic moisturiser, and I'm all for that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, like, yeah. If that honey and oatmeal's doing it... like <laughs> Really like, keeping oh, that face tight. <laughs> yeah, but then on the other side of the coin, if, if you want to stand on Big Ben and say, I have a bit of Bowie... What's the hardship? Um, well, well the, I guess the argument is with that is it um, also just to say, actually, the show did air. Apologies, I got that wrong. The show did air, but it was taken down for catch up. Um, the I think it's if you're actively lying and also profiting off it. Does that make sense? So if like if you are using your face, if you're selling a makeup brand, for instance, and you are using your face to sell that brand and then you lie about the, the the stuff that you've had done is that right i mean i can see the argument that maybe oh, it's not you know i completely agree if you're making out and um 
no, I say that I, I, I'm not even uh, any particular product. I don't know what the no, 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 oatmeal no. product is. But if someone was to <laughs> love that we've just, we've just invented a, a product, <laughs> yeah, gorgeous. But, Let's try. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, hundred percent. If someone's saying that something's given them uh, a look which isn't true, then I think it, it is a very different situation. Mm. If someone has gone and had something done and privately wants to keep that quiet and just doesn't want to talk yeah. about it. Um, because I don't know if there still is. I think there is sometimes still an element. Some people feel that having surgery or procedures and a little tweak here and there is still seen as, I don't know if it's like a, a shameful thing or an embarrassment thing. And always different horses for different courses. I think it all depends how you are as a person. Um, mm. That's yeah, a good point. That's a good point, though, I think, because I think some, some people think it's like... Um, like your ego's too big or something, or you think that you're like better than everyone else because you can get surgery or, you know, that, that kind of stuff. I think with Charlotte, I think she's been fairly open about uh, what she's had done. Um, I don't think we know necessarily every single detail, but to, to basically troll her <laughs> via a TV show on a mainstream channel as well um, seems a bit, a bit taking it a bit too far. I've met Charlotte couple of times I used to actually um see her quite a bit back when I worked in in um celebrity magazines and and she was always really fun like great laugh um very like down to earth um and it's a shame that it's come to this for her I think yeah and in terms of because I think when you're when it comes to tv you always want to know what the message is behind a show is is it entertainment is it factual like mm. in terms of you want to know what what it's falling under a show like that I just don't know what good was going to be from that in quite rather than encouraging people to then start just discussing someone's face was mm. it all was the whole show just going to be on Charlotte's face yeah yeah it was it was even in the title it was it was it was celebrities what happened to your face Charlotte Crosby I believe um I just yeah. don't think there's any need for um that kind of program um I, I really don't especially in the culture we're living in now with with dealing with social media and trolls as a whole um I think it, it's yeah I think it was that could only have encouraged negativity mm -hmm. um and there were any of us to look at anyone and question what they do and I always say Botox or whatever the procedure may be if, if someone wants to go and color their hair who are we to judge if someone going has air cut um, to me, we're, we're kind of at a stage where I just think, do what makes you happy. And yeah, if yeah. you want to talk about it, you do. If you don't, you don't. And like you mentioned, I think Charlotte's been um, open about things she's had done in the past. Um, so, yeah, I, I was kind of, yeah, a bit taken back that that was going to be a programme. But I do think Channel 5 have said that um, they're going to pull it from the streaming service. Mm. So at least, at least in the end, hopefully, you know, hopefully they'll make better decisions I guess you could say in the future and um and hopefully Charlotte herself won't be too badly affected by it um because that mustn't mustn't be pleasant at all there was some more um there was some more positive news this week I don't know um uh I, I mean probably not a huge surprise um Katie Price is, is engaged 
Oh, I know. Bless her up. Because when we had her on here not that long ago, she was, well, she's got plans for 2021, isn't she, Kate? Mm -hmm. She was saying this is the year. Oh, did she say she wants engagement, baby, and wedding all this year? I believe she did, yeah. I believe she did. Busy girl. So, do you know what? Where are we now? April. Caught cool, third of the way. Do you know what? There's still time. Just trying to quickly do the maths. Is there time for the preg? I mean, she could certainly get pregnant. I don't know if there's time for the baby to be born. Well, if she is, she could already be pregnant. Who knows? Uh, you know, there, there were rumours maybe a couple of months ago, but she doesn't look it. But, you know, it doesn't mean she isn't. Um, so, you know, she could she could be pregnant now and then and then have, have all of her wishes come true. Um, She's lovely. I think really nice for her to, to kind of get her happily ever after. It's what she wanted. Um, and... Yeah, I think just nice to to see a little bit of positive news. And I mean, obviously, she's been very open about her mum, Amy, mm. her illness. Mm -hmm. And um, so she has a degenerative lung condition, doesn't she? And, and, and she's been very open about the fact that they don't really know how much longer she's got. So maybe she wants her mum to see her happy. She certainly seems to be with, um, with this car guy um, more stable, I think. She would even say that herself, isn't she? She... She basically didn't drink for a whole year um, during the pandemic, and and you know maybe maybe in the words of Liza Minnelli, maybe this time you know this is this is it's actually going to happen and be real. So um, yeah, I, I I'm I'm hopeful for her. Um, the only thing is, will there be a big okay style wedding? Apparently, she has said she just wants to keep it very small this time. Um, so, Bob, we're not going to get our invites. I'm, I'm very upset. No, I'm gutted. It was going to be an excuse to go get the suit out, go to the dry cleaners and, uh, yeah, turn up. I mean, saying that, actually, I mean, it, I don't know what time frame or what month they'd be looking to have. They, look at me actually thinking about outfits. <laughs> but depending on the scale of what's left of 2021 and we can only go by what she said to us, I'm not sure even where we stand in terms of, are you able to have big weddings yet? So their only thing at the moment, I think, is that you can have 30 guests outside, I think. Um, but, you know, they're saying in June that all restrictions have gone, right? Hopefully, June 21st. So there is poss a possibility that, you know, that she could have, a, a, you know, 150 people at a wedding in August or something if she wanted. I mean, I imagine people would probably still have to be taking tests and, and doing all of that to, you know, keep the the worst of the virus at bay. Um, but yeah, you never know. She could still she could still have a a big one. If yeah, she but I guess maybe now 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 she's found found Carl and she's found her one. Maybe she does want to keep it a little bit low key and on the mm. DL and just have nearest and dearest and family. Um, I mean, I'm I'm definitely intrigued to know what the dress is going to be like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's had a couple of couple of different ones over the years, hasn't she? I want to, I want to Pete was um, like a big princess dress, wasn't it? Yeah, with like the Cinderella carriage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was that was kind of iconic, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I actually can't even remember what other ones she wore. Did she wear some kind of bikini thing? I think she got. Did she get married in Vegas? Oh yes, yes, she did uh, to Alex Reed. Yeah, and then there was another one. The oh oh oh, it was um. It was um, it was Bunny and Jet's dad. What's his name? Kieran. Kieran. Kieran yeah. Haler. That's it. Yeah. And was I that they, on a beach somewhere? Yeah, I think it was like the Seychelles or Maldives or somewhere right. like that. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, she's had she's had various various different uh, looks for her weddings. Maybe you know maybe she'll she'll try something else this time round. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Absolutely, but massive congratulations to to Kate and Carl. Lovely. Indeed. Yeah, really good. There's. Did you see the the latest between Big Brother stars Kate and Imogen? Yeah, about about uh, about poor Nikki. Yeah, I mean it's mm. um it's a bit of a bit of a sad situation, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so Imogen's she, she's taken to to Instagram to to kind of call out Pete and by saying it is betrayed Nikki by cashing in to reveal her final text and a haunting photo of her, which he's responded to. Obviously, it seems that he's taken um, offence to that, and it's just so sad. But it makes you realise when people are are grieving and it's hard. It, it's hard to know where people's heads are when they're taken to social media. And that's the thing now, it's so accessible. It's just literally everyone's fingertips. You just mm. put your feelings and your thoughts within seconds and it's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure the latest on that. Um, I just know it's, it's a very, very sad situation, as we mentioned, obviously, with, with Nikki passing recently. Yeah. How Imogen, who is a close friend of hers, and obviously Pete, who is her ex uh, and obviously thinks thinks a lot of her um i've kind of got to to this point but it's really complicated things like that isn't it because well we don't we don't always know the details about what goes on behind the scenes we don't necessarily know how close pete and nikki were in her final years as as much as i don't think they were they weren't they weren't unfriendly or anything you know but that doesn't necessarily translate to being best of friends and we also don't know how much Imogen was really involved in in the whole thing um I mean there was I mean Nikki herself did ask for pictures of her body to be used didn't she in the um in the fundraiser that was that was going on to to uh support her care which obviously sadly wasn't enough to to save her life um would she want something out there that might potentially help others deal with uh, eating disorders? Perhaps. Was Pete right to do it? Who knows? It's kind of like maybe too early to make a proper judgment. And, you know, really tough, really tough. When, when anyone young dies kind of unexpectedly, um, it's, it's tough, isn't it? And I think, yeah, for them too, it's for them three. Actually, for anyone that knows Nikki, Pete, Imogen, it's just it's really difficult circumstance, I think. Absolutely. And always such an impossible one to comment on, and certainly not for, for anyone to make judgment on because behind closed doors, who knows the nature of any of them relationships and friendships. But I just think if anything at a time like this, when someone dies so tragically and so young, to kind of as a legacy try and take a shred of like if it helped one person looking in and if it gets one person talking and and getting help with an eating disorder or something yeah um then that's the best you can possibly hope from such a heartbreaking situations uh we have our first guest uh joanne clifton ready to come in let's get her in amazing hello joe can you hear me yes we can hear you Oh, good. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I'm late. That's fine. That's fine. How are you doing? 
I'm doing so well. I've been doing workouts today, as you can probably tell from how I look um, on Zoom. Uh, I've been doing workouts, just been getting on with things. But yeah, it looks like theatre's starting up again. I can see all the news on Twitter and stuff like that. So I'm really, really happy. I know, so long overdue, isn't it? I think the minute we can start getting the theatres in, the arts have suffered so hard over the last 12, 18 months. Yeah, awful, absolutely awful. But we're getting there, we're getting there. Like with all the news of like all the shows announcing the casts and the, what, the dates when they're opening, it's just making me more and more excited. So tell us a little bit about uh, this new show you're appearing in. In Eurobeat? It's a well, little, this is a little bit of me. I'm so excited about this. So, so yeah, kind of tell me about it. Um, it's basically, well, I think it is. I'd never heard of it or anything before. But then again, I haven't, and I've never watched Eurovision. But I think it's a <laughs> spin-off musical version of Eurovision. It's already been in the West End. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I was just really honoured to be part of it and be part of that group of people when I saw the cast announcement. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm really, really honoured to be to be part of it. And I'm representing Lithuania of all okay. countries. Yeah, and we're so singing you, this song. Yeah, I'm going to guess you this... don't know a huge amount about Lithuanian Eurovision entries then. <laughs> no, I've been, to, I've been to Lithuania. I've okay. definitely been to Lithuania. I used to compete there and stuff, and I had some, like, dance friends there, which is where I drew my inspiration from. Um, and we, me um, and George, where we were a couple um, representing Lithuania, and we are the only ones who had to do everything without smiling we were like really eastern european serious and the, okay. the song the song talks is singing all about how we dance and this is how we party but we've had to do it with a really straight face and like and, not not good dance moves <laughs> and are you singing it in lithuanian <laughs> i'm not but i am doing a little accent I'm going, this is how we dance. This is how we like to party. So, <laughs> a kind of, so like a Russian, a Russian-y vibe. About yeah, it kind, kind of, of like yeah. that. I'm trying, I'm trying anyway. And literally we were there in the, um, the theatre filming it and uh, I was watching all the other acts. Uh, I think it was Scott Page and everything for Norway uh, with Andy Coxon and stuff. And that everybody just looked amazing and, and sounds amazing and everybody was having all this fun and stuff and then we had to go on and just be dead serious and we had to tell the people who were filming it and everybody who was there watching it being filmed we had to go. I was like please don't let me hear you laugh because otherwise I'll go and I had to keep this straight face it was awful but in a good way and what was the atmosphere when you could all get together and start rehearsing was it just the best feeling Oh, it was so nice. I mean, we had to go in. We had time slots to go in with all the tests beforehand, obviously, with COVID, uh, all the temperature checks, the masks. We're all in in there with masks and stuff. Um, With our song, there weren't any, like, um, backing dancers or anything. It was just us two and the choreographer and the director in in the room, and we had to stay two metres apart. Um, And it it was strange but still amazing to be there. Like, I got such a buzz, even though the dancing is on purpose, kind of like weird, bad moves, but it was like the best thing ever. It's, I said, uh, to, I think it was Callum Tempest was the um, choreographer, and, and I said to him, like, this is the best dance routine I've ever done in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> is it quite hard for you to dance, like, I don't know, not necessarily out of tune, but not out of time, sorry, but like badly or... 
at like I, if you know people will know you from strictly you do tours and all these kind of things in normal times um like yeah is it difficult to suddenly like be like Ugh, well it was Cam was saying you know don't have your posture so upright don't like <laughs> point your fingers when you're like doing hand movements and stuff you know keep it very like strange and odd and like not very good so yeah he kept commenting to stop dancing like properly you're like, uh, you're like I, no i can't do that pull the hand back oh my gosh i mean i cannot wait to see the outcome i am so excited i've never been more excited to see myself dance than this musical oh my gosh i'm so excited and like you say it goes against everything you've probably spent your whole life training <laughs> for so to try and consciously do things that's probably almost harder than doing it correctly yeah Totally. And trying to do these bad movements. I mean, I know we're, we're on Zoom to you guys because the listeners can't think, but I was doing this movement <laughs> with my arm. And the, the more bad I was doing it, the more it was making me laugh, but we can't laugh. And I was laughing at myself, so we had to turn away from the mirror because I was just laughing at myself. Um, so oh, it was just, it was so much fun, though, without laughing, without smiling. It was so much fun. So it's called uh, the Euro Beat the Musical, is that right? Yes. Good. So yes, anyone who wants to get tickets, they can they can uh, they can check that out. But you're not a Eurovision fan. It's not that I'm not a fan. It's just I've never really watched it. And funnily enough, I filmed a uh, streamed Easter Panto earlier on this year, mm. and this was before I knew anything about Eurobeat. And I, my song in it as the Evil Queen was "Rise Like a Phoenix." Now that's oh, a okay. song, right? Mm -hmm. From yeah, um, one. Austria. Yeah, it won. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I didn't even know that. And then I looked at it, I was like, oh, it's Eurovision. And then I watched a little bit of Eurovision. And I actually danced with um, Scott Mills on Strictly, and he presents it quite a bit, doesn't Correct. he? Correct, yeah, he Eurovision does the semi-finals well. and stuff, yeah. So I should know more about it, actually, <laughs> but I just don't. <laughs> I'll be watching it this year, and depending on, like, rules and, and stuff, um, definitely with Eurobeat the Musical, we might set up a little outside thing where we watch it and um my friends will be like we want to bring different foods to the mm, picnic classic starting Eurovision. starting with a letter of lithuania because i won't let them support any other country <laughs> <laughs> so what beginning with an l yeah well pick one letter from um lithuania oh, i, I know there's too many because you're only allowed six people aren't you well, yeah, i don't yeah, know yeah. however many but like yeah only you can only bring food with letters from lithuania lasagna yeah. Easy. oh yeah good that's Easy. a good one. Good one. <laughs> and you can eat it cold. Lovely. So I wanted to ask you, obviously, as a Strictly legend, what's your thoughts on Oti announcing that this is going to be her last series this year? She? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm yeah. so bad. I don't, I don't follow anything. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. Well, to be fair, I mean, I only did three years on there. You know when, you know, you kind of know when, when you, you want to change career. And, and she's just amazing at what she does she's won twice in a row you know what it's never happened before i don't think has it? i know not in a row i mean mm, yeah, Iona yeah. was another pro that's won twice but ot won twice in a row that's not been done before and you know from there she's gone on to do other things she's choreographing musicals she's presenting she's uh you know doing all these amazing things so you kind of know it was like me i I mean, one of the reasons why I left was because I was like, well, I'm not going to win it again, am I? She's proved me wrong on that. But anyway, <laughs> um, I, you know, I kind of was like, yeah, I've achieved what I wanted to achieve in ballroom dancing, whether it was competitions or Strictly. Um, so now I want to follow the musical theatre 
uh, dream. So um, you kind of know when when it's your time. And yeah, if, if that's how she feels, then fair play, fair enough. When you've been a professional on Strictly and you kind of make the decision to leave, which I'm guessing it, it doesn't ha- happen overnight. I guess, like you say, you know when you know and you know when it's your time. But can you sit there on a Saturday night and watch it as a viewer or is it very different now? No, I watch it. I do watch it. And mainly because all of us pros are really good friends. We've known mm-hmm. each other from the competition world or Burn the Floor, which is a Bottom and Latin theatre show beforehand. Um, so we, we all know each other anyway before, from before Strictly. And we're just really good friends, all of us. Like, I cried this last final because I it, I think the final was the same day that Boris Johnson announced you know, mm. Christmas basically cancelled. We couldn't go home and couldn't see our family. So I was already emotional. And then I, I kind of could see in my friends that everybody pulled together and were like, come on, let's make the UK smile again after this news and let's put on a really good show. And I, I cried just seeing that my friends, I was really, really proud. And that's the first time I was, since I've left Strictly, that was the first time I was like, oh, I wish I was still there and, and a part of that feeling. Mm. Um just just seeing all my friends pull together and put on this amazing show. It was, I think this, the, the last season in particular was 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 really event TV because, uh, even more so than Strictly is normally, because there wasn't any other TV happening at the time. They even briefly had an audience, didn't they, and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, it was, mm. a, big, it was a big, a big moment. So I can imagine that it would have been, would have been tough. Um, yeah, but it, it was, it was emotional. And you know, I'm obviously like still, I used to live with Katia Jones and stuff. So like we're really amazing friends. So I'm hearing from from everybody, you know, how it's working and, and stuff. And it's just, I admire them all, everybody at Strictly from the pros to the celebs to the production. I just think they did an amazing job of getting it up and running and making the nation happy through a really difficult time. Absolutely. Because there aren't many shows like Strictly where you can all sit down as a family for all different generations and just watch a, a lovely entertainment show and see people doing something that you can see everyone enjoys so, so much. Yeah, I mean, like with Strictly, I, I, in my opinion, obviously there's different opinions and stuff, but in my opinion, it is the best uh, show on TV for that reason. Like you've got, we all get videos of like three-year-olds copying us with us on the telly and they're like dancing mm. away, giggling about. And then you've got like the 93-year-olds doing the same thing. And, you know, people are putting videos on social media and tagging us in it of their grandparents and, and great-grandparents just dancing along to to the dances and stuff. And I just think it just, it just makes, it's, it's, it's warm, isn't it? It just makes mm. people smile. Um, yeah. there's no there's no like well I guess there is can, can be gossip around it with the newspapers and stuff but the show itself is not about that it's about yeah. family and, and feeling good and and just just a feel-good show and and what's been going on with you in the in the last couple of months because obviously like you said it's kind of getting it's getting excited things are starting to happen now but if you are a musical theatre it's been incredibly difficult hasn't it it's been tough I'm not gonna lie it's been tough um probably more for my brother actually because he decided to leave strictly just before the pandemic happened. I was like yeah. um, bad timing Kevin bad timing <laughs> yeah really bad timing um but yeah I've managed to do things like Eurobeat which I'm so grateful for uh and Easter Panto I've done lots and lots of like online stream concerts and and things I've been involved in but you know I'm lucky and grateful enough that I was able to fall back on my dancing and teaching my profile from Strictly really helped you know I'm very very grateful and not naive about that um 
and I'm just yeah, just been getting through. We've literally finished right. Me and Ben Adams, who wrote Eugenius, have have finished working on. We've got a finished script of our musical that we've written, Bloody Nora, which is now with producers and stuff like that. Amazing. So that looks like it's going to go on at some point soon. Um, yeah, so just getting up to to those kind of things. Exciting times ahead, then. Yeah. Yeah, very, very, very. I've had some auditions. I didn't get them, but I've had some. Um, so things are starting up. It's, it's all very exciting. But do you get more nervous this time round because there's been such a long break of not doing those normal, like you, you might be going for a couple of auditions a week or a month or whatever, but like suddenly there's been nothing to audition for. Is it, is it quite been quite nerve wracking? I haven't been really nervous. I actually went for one and it was a, it was a dance call and I just... I was so buzzing. I was absolutely buzzing to be there around other people in a studio, you know, just being the fact of being in the studio for me. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, this is this is amazing. And uh I can get why it could be a little bit like, oh, but um no, I, I was absolutely buzzing to be there. And what will we see you in next then after Eurovee? Is there anything coming up directly or are you still waiting on details? Fine. <laughs> that's fine that's fine but there is some stuff coming up then there is some stuff coming up in the in the near future and uh yeah i can't i just can't tell you that's all right i did right. I, I did get a job which which has had to it's had to have been um postponed and postponed, postponed so i'm waiting for to hear when that's going to go on and stuff oh yeah what about what about touring with kevin there was there was a show you guys were putting together, oh yeah you? we started that um the big tour of burn the floor that we were headlining together with a cast of like 30 dancers or whatever that that was just before the first lockdown we literally had done the um run through um the day before boris said you know that everything's shutting down and we just thought like oh it'll be two weeks and we'll be back up but no um and then it was postponed and postponed and postponed and now only kevin can do it um mm -hmm. so we did try between lockdowns to put on a social distance version of an audience with and it was just a cast of four it was me kev and two other amazing dancers from burn the burn the floor cast mm. uh, and evening we're so singing and dancing and talking and, and stuff and we got to do five shows around Amazing. in different theatres and then the second one was announced or whichever one it was in November yeah, that yeah. one was literally announced from Monday everything shut down again and we were like oh. <laughs> but yeah luckily like we've got we've got other things well luckily and unluckily we've got other things lined up so we can't really do that one anymore but I'm yeah. sure in the future we'll do a show together yeah that's a nice thing it's not like either of you are going anywhere you'll always be brother and sister so there's, there's yeah. always the, the opportunity <laughs> I mean I do really feel for people I had friends that work in theatre and they were putting a panto together that they essentially knew was never going to be able to happen like and it's so difficult like I do really feel for people in the theatre where we've had another we've had other yeah. guests on saying the same thing but, but, but I think we've been resilient <laughs> yes. and I think we've all been resilient I think we've we've gone and created new things it's made everybody turn their creative minds on we've been streaming stuff we've been doing concerts we've been doing all kinds of blooming stuff have come out of the woodwork it's, it's actually you know given time to people who can work on their new musicals coming out other loads of new musicals are coming out and, and stuff so you know I really respect the theatre community for that of course absolutely well, thank, thank God for technology. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, thank God right. for Zoom. Indeed, yeah, yeah. Zoom. I'd never heard of it before, to be honest. <laughs> no one had. I hadn't. <laughs> what would we have done without it? Who knows? But there's light at the end of the tunnel now, and it's amazing <laughs> to hear that things are all heading in the right direction. It's exciting times. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm so, so excited. Fingers crossed, eh? Fingers crossed. Everything Fingers goes crossed going back to normal. <laughs> uh, Joanne, thank you so much for joining us and uh, really appreciate it. Best of luck uh, with your beat. Hope it goes well. Thank you. Bye, Han. Thanks for joining Bye. us. Stay Bye. safe. Bye. Bye. What, what, what a nice girl, yeah. Like she's been caught a little bit by surprise there, but uh, but uh, but all good and and nice and exactly like she said, nice to hear things are getting back to normal. Definitely, lovely bit of positivity. It's what we like. Hundred percent. This is what Access All Areas is all about. Um, Absolutely, amen. Amen. Let's get in uh, your pal S Club Seven Star Joe Amira. From one Joe to another, is the Joe Show. <laughs> Bobby. Hello, Joe. How are you, my love? I'm fine, my darling. How are you? Really good. Oh, it's so nice to see and hear you virtually, oh, no. but it's lovely. Oh. <laughs> How is How everything? Yeah, good. Doing good, babe. Doing good. Feeling more positive now. I feel like we're we're at a better place now. Glad restrictions have started to lift up a little bit. Yeah, they are. We're getting there slowly but surely. How, how, how have you found it all, Joe? I mean, I know we oh, spoke you know, a couple of times during some of the lockdowns. I don't feel like we're yeah. on lockdown 54 at the minute. but uh... <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> I've been all right. You know, there's, there's not really much you can do. you just got to get on with it, haven't you? So yeah. that's what I've been doing. And I've been busy anyway because I've been doing the album and the single and getting stuff ready for the release of the first single and stuff. So I've been able to do that. So that's good. It's kept you busy. I was going to say, you have been a busy girl. I have, yeah. It's Tell good. us more about it. How did it all come about, Joe? Well, it happened. Do you know what? It was literally Bob two weeks before we was put into the first lockdown, and I got a record deal, and I was going back in to do the album and stuff, and then everything closed, didn't it? And then That's so like, terrible, oh. like such terrible thought, timing, right? Like, what can you do? You can't do anything. Really bad timing, yeah. So anyway, um, when the first lockdown was lifted and then you could sort of like have six people socially distanced, that's when I could get in the studio and start writing and getting everything going, um, which I'd done. And luckily I managed to wrap the album up pretty quick. Um, so that was handy because then we got thrown into another one after that. So I was glad I managed to get the album done at least. And then um, it's just a waiting game now, really, just waiting for the right time. Uh, and what's the feeling? Are you excited? Is there a bit of nerves? There's a bit of both. I'm not going to lie. I mean, obviously, I'm so excited because I think to get a record deal like is really quite lucky really mm. um but I am I'm very excited but I am nervous yeah because I've it's been 16 years since I put my first solo album out there it's a long time so um yeah a bit both and what yeah what kind of made you think now was the right time I guess it's is it it has been 20 years since S Club 7 first kind of hit I, yeah. and I, I remember coming back from school and watching the tv show like <laughs> you know see and it it seems like yesterday. Like, is it was that kind of why you wanted to do it now, sort of, or was it just by chance? It's now or never, really, because I'm sort of like getting older, and also, if I hadn't took the opportunity and done it, I would have been just thinking to myself, "Oh, I wonder if I'd given it a go, what might have been." And I just thought, you've just got to go for opportunities when they're handed to you. So I've just gone for it, and I'm so pleased I did because I feel so good at the minute I'm, I'm feeling very positive 
When you look back at S Club, Joe, do you have fond memories of the band and you guys all being together? Yeah, there are. I mean, when I see things, because there's a lot of S Club 7 sort of fan sites that are online and every now and then you sort of scroll down and you can see like clips from the TV shows and then that will spark memory. And we were just all so young. We were just like young kids running wild, really. I think the people that used to interview us used to absolutely dread us because we were just, (laughs) we were like wild animals, we were. And like everyone was talking over one another and it was a bit of a nightmare with the seven, but we did have some really, really good times. And um, I'm, I'm very grateful that I was part of something that was so now suppose iconic as this club really and there's definitely there's definitely like form at the minute isn't there for bands coming back and having massive success i mean look at steps and how well they've done and really kind of rebranded themselves with really cool pop music i mean Mm. no one no one would have thought that 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 was something that could have happened right but it is something that people are ready for it now definitely yeah i think steps new stuff is really good it's very abba isn't it Mm, yeah. And I'm really liking that. They're sort of like bringing that old ABBA vibe back. And um, I've, I've really liked the step stuff that they've released so far. There's just a lot of nostalgia, isn't there, for for, yeah. for 20 years ago. And I think, yeah, you, you could probably, you know, people remember you and, and the band and what you did. So, yeah, it must be really exciting for you. Yeah, so. it is. It's always, it's always fun, like, when we were sort of like doing the tour in 2015. And, um, you know, and everyone's up dancing and singing Reach for the Stars. It's it's just a nice celebration. And I don't think it's ever been more popular, like the 90s stuff, as today. Mm. People Absolutely. are just really embracing it, like all, all the bands, you know. So um, it's it was a good time, though, to be fair. I think it's when things were a lot maybe easier in the 90s. Definitely. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, Joe, you know I'm a, a massive S Club fan and I love you, clearly you, Miguel. But Tina's recently come out and said that all of you guys in a band are up for doing a reunion, obviously because it's the 20th anniversary coming up. Mm. Is this true? Is it happening? Is there an S Club WhatsApp group? Tell us everything. <laughs> There's not an S Club WhatsApp group. It would be going ping, 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 ping all the time. But... Um, uh, do you know what? There's no, there's nothing set in stone. There's been no meetings or anything like that. I mean, I'd say, I'd never say never to it. Um, you just, you don't never know what's around the corner, but um, who knows? That's all I'm saying. Would you be up for it? I think I'd be up for it. Yeah, when the time, if the timing's right, because obviously getting seven diaries together to yeah. sort of like, it, it's tough because, you know, a few of us have got children and people are married and got other careers going on so timing is always a big massive um has a big part to play in it definitely but you never know could be reading again one day <laughs> oh if you do i'm there front row oh, i'm gonna be I row so. one <laughs> I, I, i'm there singing i know the words the dance moves. <laughs> do you think joe say it does happen and you all get back together do you think it will feel how it did 20 years ago well, it did when we done it in 2015. We'd not been together on stage. Of, God, what was it at that point? Like 14, 15 years. Um, and as soon as we got in the rehearsal room, all the old jokes started coming back. And, and all <laughs> the old crap, who can't do it back. and all that. And we was all, yeah, we was all like Mickey taking out of one another. And uh, yeah, it was just like we'd never been away, really. Just, just a little bit older. 
I'd yes. like to see it filmed. Do you remember when Steps did their comeback? There was like a, a documentary following the Will the Band Get Back Together? I'd love to see it in yeah. this club version. Oh, wow. I don't know if you would. <laughs> <laughs> I think, Joe, that you saying that makes me want to see it even more, to be honest. I, I can see a Netflix special or something. I, can, I would love go. something like that. Yeah. But there has been, I've seen recently actually some criticism of the music industry. You guys obviously were quite vocal about the things that happened to you at the time and, and kind of the money mm -hmm. you weren't and all that kind of stuff. Now there's obviously been this whole thing about X Factor and what's going on behind the scenes and the contracts that people sign and stuff. What do you make yeah. of the state of the music industry and what, what it's like yeah do you know what um i was asked about this i was asked to go on and talk about this and this is god is true i really don't know much about what the story is because i don't really read it Fair. um you know I, I just sort of like stayed away and sort of I, I don't need to be reading negative stuff so i don't i can't comment on it because i don't know enough about the story but from my personal perspective um it wasn't us as a band that was saying bad stuff about our management. That's just stuff that was being thrown out there. I, I see, mean, the way I it. see it, we were young kids and we had mortgages and we were doing pretty well. So um, I'm forever grateful. And I'm, I'm always grateful for, for anything in life. And that's a very good way to be. I guess it yeah, set you up to where you are now. You wouldn't be there without exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And now I'm getting to make the music that I want to make and I'm getting a chance to get my voice out there with this new album and songs that I've written from my heart that have got meaning for me. And without S Club and without that opportunity, then I would never have been able to do that, maybe. You don't know. Yeah. So... So when you get pen to paper, obviously I've never written a song. You've heard me sing, Joe, it ain't my forte. <laughs> but um, are you one of them, like obviously Adele's famous for it, like say it's mm. an art break or say she she gets that pen, oh, I don't know, she does it on a pen or a Mac or anything when she writes <laughs> it on um, back of an envelope. Do you find it quite a therapeutic process? And do you kind of like, um, does it come from somewhere, like a, an emotion that yeah. you have? Yeah, I think so, most definitely. I think it's very hard to, um, like, not everything that I write is from personal experiences and stuff, because that would just be impossible to do. But the ones that I've personally written are, yeah, they've, they've come from somewhere. They've definitely come from somewhere. And I think it's quite, yeah, and it is quite therapeutic. It's nice to put pen to paper and just, sometimes the writing just sort of does it itself. And, you know, um, and I'm also very lucky that I've got a team of people that can help me um, tell my story better. Because sometimes I don't quite get it quite right. And then I get some help in that way. But um, it's definitely all part of me. What kind of style is the album? It's a complete mixed bag. There's, there's some heartbreak on there. There's some um, stuff to make you want to get up and dance. There's some folky stuff. There's good and like up and down it's, it's a complete mixed bag so there's definitely something on there for everyone to listen to oh i'm excited to it do you know when, when you're dropping it joe no i don't know the exact date of when the actual album is going to come um just yet purely because because of the covid it mm -hmm. kind of messed um all the plans up for what we had for the release so but i can say it's not going to be very very long it's not long we're just in the final stages of putting it all together now but 
obviously I don't want to say it's going to come out at this time. And well, this then is it kind goes. of the problem so. at the moment, isn't it? You, no one can really make any long-term plans of any kind. No. Whether it's booking a holiday or releasing an album, it's just it's not an option. It's just not an option, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll see. But it won't be long. That's all I can say. That's for definite. It won't be long. Do we have a name? We, I'm, I'm sort of there. There's like two which I don't want to give the game away just yet, but I've got two that I'm very keen on. One's out there in front, which I think it's going to be, but I'm going to save that. Okay. Ooh, exciting. It's so <laughs> exciting. I literally can't wait. Does it feel really different? Because obviously now music is all about street. I mean, I remember the days I used to go to our price. You used to go to Woolworths. Well, yeah. That was it. Buy, I remember you buying cassettes. Yeah, you pick a mix and you two pound forty nine single. Yeah. <laughs> so does Both it feel different days. for you as an artist now, or is it still the same process? No, it's com it's completely alien to me. I feel like I'm really out of touch. I feel suddenly very old because like <laughs> all the kids are getting it and streaming stuff, and I don't understand it. There's so many different charts now as well. There used to be just like one chart. You used to press play and record on a Sunday at like yeah. 5 o'clock, whatever it was. <laughs> Those days have all gone and now it streams and it changes all the time. So um, it is completely different. Yeah, I'm still still learning. Well, it's going to be exciting and I'm really pleased for you that it's all come together and um, yeah, definitely can't wait to hear it. Um, Thank you. So um, I'm forward to it. once it's out, please do come on again. We'd love to speak to you again. Um, oh, most definitely. And also, don't forget, I just, um, on Friday, I done Don't Stop Moving for the 20th anniversary of that song. So that um, is out now on all platforms so people can stream that one. Fabulous. Well, we'll definitely give that a listen. Um, do you want to, would you like to give us an introduction to it and we'll, we'll play it out at the end of the show? Okay. Um, this is Joe O'Mara with Don't Stop Moving Unplugged. all nostalgic Steve oh I tell you I mean yeah like I said that that, that time when um that when that S Club uh, 7 show was on that was like my peak running home from school to watch that on TV it was like pivotal childhood watching so um so yeah it's um it's it's really exciting that she's that she's coming back now and I'm so excited for her album I just think she's got such an iconic voice yeah, yeah, it's actually, I, I forgot to say, but it's actually a little bit like, you know how Claire from Steps, like, yeah, like she can really, she can really belt out that tune. Joe's got that similar kind of vibe, hasn't she? Um, Absolutely. So yeah, can't, can't wait to hear the album. Well, great show today. Um, uh, really glad to have the two Joes on. Hello. Um, what are you up to next couple of days? Are really exciting? Um, nothing really too exciting, to be honest, babes. Um, yeah. What am I? <laughs> I don't even like, know, do you? Go to go I, to the I, shops. I, I, yeah, I, I actually don't. I, I'm still very much just taking advantage of the gyms being open, slowly being allowed to get out a little bit. Might go and have an Ando's, get the lemon and herb in. But yeah. Um, well, I'm having a quiet week after my very uh, hectic weekend. But I actually, my final run was supposed to be last Sunday, but because Saturday got postponed, it's now next Saturday. 
Um, so that'll be nice to speak in. It's a bank holiday weekend, isn't it? So I don't know, maybe see some friends on the Monday. Uh, we'll have to make a decision uh, close to the time. But yeah, should, should just nice keep it, keep things moving and, um, and, and uh, enjoy a bit more of the lockdown. But don't overdo it, as I've learned last weekend, because you may end up in South Auckland and getting your phone from, <laughs> from a stranger. <laughs> keep that SPF on you this time. Yeah, I will. I think I might have to upgrade to factor 50, Bob. This is how bad my skin is. I was on the 30 and it just wasn't doing the job. So um, factor 50 it is, like an old, like an old lady. Indeed. <laughs> um, well, until next week, everyone, goodbye. Bye, guys.